Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Welcome to our 89th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having men... Oh. Gotta bleep that out. You can't say what it is. Because everybody has to join the speakeasy group on Facebook. Yes. To know the ingredients. This is a classic drink. Maybe you can tell if you're watching. Mm. I'll give you one ingredient in it. It's our favorite rye whiskey. Templeton, Templeton Rye. Rye. <laughs> the good stuff. Uh, yes. So, yeah, um, join our f- uh, Facebook Speakeasy group. And um, also, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe to our I- I- on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Rate and review us. Rate and review us. Yeah, we've, we've gotten a handful of new members on the Speakeasy group mm-hmm. in the last week, so... If you've recently joined, share it with your friends. Yeah. Um, we've got some... And interact. Interact when you can post stuff. I hate doing the, we've got big things coming. <laughs> but we are adding. Yeah. Adding some stuff in the very near future. And actually, by the time people hear this, one Maybe. of those may already be yeah. up and active. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah, be a part of it. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. This is such a good drink. You're really going to want to join to hear what it is. (laughs) I know. Yeah, so Seth um, posts or reposts videos of Seth making these drinks on on the Speakeasy group. And yeah, it's really Only on the Speakeasy group. Yeah. Yeah, it's something we started doing this year. So um, every week when we, you know, when we feature a new drink, typically if we're doing like a bourbon or a whiskey or a scotch or a rye or something like that, the first week will probably, it'll just be neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but then we use it to make drinks throughout the rest of the month. Yeah. And so we share those videos about the weekend before. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the liquor store and drink with us, drink with us and, and get the ingredients and get a little bit of bartender education thrown your way so yeah. you can mix up the drinks at the party, uh-huh. which I do on occasion. But the bad news is, is when I get really drunk and then I decide to start making drinks. I know. Because it goes haywire from there. And like... Awful tasting drinks or yeah. good tasting drinks. Well, at the time when you when you're drunk and you think it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. Well, until it's coming back up. Oh gosh, I know. For some reason, I get drunk and decide to start mixing drinks, uh-huh. and I decide to pick a theme. Uh huh. It's so like one year I got hammered and I decided to make all these different mixed drinks, and each of them were named after a boy band. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Menudo yeah. drink. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> That one had Mountain Dew and Cholula in it, <laughs> among other booze, was the Menudo. Yeah. I should have written these down. Yeah, I know you should have. And huh? then try them when you're sober to see oh, how bad they gosh. are. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. So this week, we are going to be talking about getting bashed from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people like to reminisce about the past, and um, and it's fun to reminisce once in a while, but but we also want to talk about... The other side of it, really. Yeah. How personal are we getting? Well, we're going to get personal, but before we do that, oh, we have our positive-ass post and Before I get all negative and personal, we got to kick it off with a positive note. <laughs> this one was appropriate for what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So this one was, the longer you live in the past, the less future you have to enjoy. So that's kind of going to be the theme. Mm-hmm. I think for it is. for our discussion yeah. today. Well, I and I guess like the I I came off a bit negative about it, I guess when I just said Oh, I'm negative about it. But I think that it it really can be a good thing. It could be a good thing to uh to not live in the past. Well, I think to not live in the past is a good thing. Sorry. Yeah. So but, stay negative about the past. <laughs> <laughs> We and and we've we've talked about that on here in other episodes as far as growth and things like that. Mm-hmm. How uh, people get stuck in the past and can't move forward. But this was really. You know, I mean, do you want to kind of just share what? Yeah, has so happened? you uh, don't need this, do you? No, I don't think so. 
Um, I might need it just in case I need want to write something down. There. Oh, okay, okay. But um, so pretty recently, within the last few months, anyway, I had somebody from my past uh, reach out and fr- friend request. Not me. an ex boyfriend or no. guy or anything like that. No, and um, and it was yeah, it was a female, and you know, just I was the, the it, relationship it, ended on a bad note. Yeah, it did. And initially, I was like, that's weird. You know, like, why would she want to reach out to me? Why would she friend request me? And I think it's important just for timeline references. This relationship ended prior to you and I becoming a couple. Yeah. Yes, yes. When it ended as you were breaking up with your ex and... Starting a relationship with me. Yes. So this person never knew me, and I never knew this person. Right. Exactly. Yeah, still don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And so yeah, it was it was kind of odd getting getting the friend request, and then you know I let it sit in there for a little while. And Which I I think is relatable to people. I uh-huh. think there's I think that that happens a lot. I think nowadays the friend request is kind of the extension of the olive branch of apology without apologizing. Yeah. Or if even if there's not, I'm not saying there needed to be an apology, mm-hmm. but and I'm definitely not saying there needed to be an apology. But I think that even when you don't have to apologize, if if something ended on not so sure terms, it's a great way to test the waters. Mm-hmm. To say, you know what, I'm going to send them a friend request. We're not friends now. If they deny it or it sits in their inbox forever, Fine. okay. Uh-huh. But if not, maybe we can start over or continue or something. So I think uh-huh. that that's that's the equivalent now of picking up the phone and reaching out to someone to see if they're okay. And it's a little safer because uh-huh. you don't really have to put yourself out there to do it. It's just a click. Right. I know. Even though, like, I think that we all f- kind of feel like we are putting ourselves out there when we do do mm-hmm. that, you know, because I'm sure that she was like, she was like, oh, you know, oh, maybe, okay, I, I'll hit it. I'll mm-hmm. hit the friend request button, you know, and I guess... Like, I wonder what was going through her head, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so anyway, so um, I ended up accepting. And immediately, uh, you know, she liked a couple photos here and there. And then she uh, then reached out and uh, kind of well asked me about, you know, what happened with my mom and, mm-hmm. you know, and... And stuff went on in her life and stuff like that. So a little bit of ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, a lot of ketchup, really. From her part or yours? Um, or both? A little bit of both, okay. I guess. Like, I mean, I think like her initiating, but me reciprocating as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was, it, she was a friend that I had back when I was with my ex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't, well, I guess I kind of did not talk to her because of my ex, but things ended weird, mm-hmm. really weird. And I honestly thought that that was just something that I didn't want to even go back to you, and you think hit, about anymore. You hit, from, from my perspective... And I had nothing to do with this at all. We didn't, you know, this was not, you didn't even ask me what I thought about it or anything. It was really kind of, I didn't really know anything that had happened until, I think I found out more about what had happened when she reached back out to you mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Um, but you, you, from my perspective, that book was closed. Yeah. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't going to reopen, but it wasn't going to reopen out of, determination of I'm not going back there. You it really closed the book and just completely moved on. Yeah. Where it wasn't in your mind and in your life it was a time in your life that was over and done with and you were fine. Yeah. You and didn't you didn't long for this right. relationship. Yeah, and I think that like from how I felt about relationships and stuff is you it's the I, same way we feel about I, Marriages. I know. I think that like you you end something, and I, I I mean I know that I can stay friends with people, and I guess maybe more so acquaintances with them, and I don't have to like hang out with them all the time and stuff like that. But 
people that have kind of left my life, mm-hmm. I leave I let them go. Right. And I don't, I mean, yeah, of course, like I have. But it's not that you let them go, go with grudge. You're no. not like, ugh, get out of here. No. I cut that toxic. It's really just over and you've moved on. Yeah. It's. It's not that you wish ill will on them no, or not at all. that you hope they fall to the face of the earth. It's just you guys have really set course on completely different paths that don't include each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I would there's never. A, there's natural separation in people. Yeah. And I think that that, although it may have ended on a bad note, it just seemed like it was a natural separation. Uh-huh. And so, I don't know, like... It's been almost 10 years since I had spoken with her in the first place, and a lot has changed Mm -hmm. in that 10 years or nine years. A lot has changed for you. Right. Exactly. Yes. Like, yeah. Thanks for saying that. Because, I mean, I think that for me, like, my life has gotten just so much better, Mm -hmm. and I don't look back at the past and everything as, oh, this wonderful time. I look at it as a learning learning Mm -hmm. experience, but I don't look at it like, like, oh my gosh, I, you know, remember, remember when this happened and, you know, we would go out and have fun and, which, I mean, I still, I'll still like look back at some of the dumb shit that we did when we were teenagers and stuff and, you know, like drinking in high school and bringing booze into school. And, I mean, it's funny to, like, think about that stuff, but it's not something that I constantly long to get those old feelings, feelings back. back. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to put it. It's not that you, because I'm the same way, I don't look at, you know, I have a lot of great memories. I, I have a lot of great things in my past that on occasion may pop in or it's fun if if I bump into somebody to share a quick story or oh my gosh oh what happened to so and so do you remember when you know but it's a brief moment in time that I had fun and I've I've moved on so I don't look on it look back on it with any ill feelings at all Mm -hmm. it's not that it was a bad memory it's just what I do now with my life feels like I'm making better memories now Mm -hmm. than I did then. Mm -hmm. And I think that people that don't have a great life now don't do that. And and I know that, you know, people, people say this like, Oh, well you peaked in high school. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's true for a lot of people that high school was really the best time of their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And that's horribly sad. Uh And maybe the high school is a metaphor for me. A lot of people I know, that's how they were with the military. Mm-hmm. Being in the military was the best time of their life. Mm-hmm. I don't look back on my military experiences with ill thought and regret, but it was by far not the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because now is the best Now time. is the best time of my life. I know, life. Yeah. and that's how I feel, too. And I think that... Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a brat. But... I think that, um, and, and not to, not to bash her or anything, but honestly, I think that, um, it, it really did. It really does feel like I have moved on with my life and everything and things have gotten better. And I know that, you know, she has had successes in certain areas of her life and everything and have, have she's done things well, but there's a, another feeling that, that I feel just, I don't know, interacting with her, mm-hmm. um, that she isn't as happy as at least I am mm-hmm. in my life. And wanting that extra connection that maybe we had in the past. Yeah. And, I mean, not and again, not to downplay what we had in the past, because I think we had a really good friendship. But now I have a a best friend. Yeah, that you married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my life is different because I am completely happy and mm-hmm. have done very, very well for myself. And 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, just it's, you, it, it's, it's the metaphor and the analogy of the car. You, when, if you get in a car and you're driving forward, you can only look in that rearview mirror so often or you're going to crash. And you have been looking out your windshield. Mm-hmm. You haven't been looking in the rearview mirror. And a lot of people don't even, and I'm not saying she did this, but a lot of people don't even start driving the car. They just sit in there and look in the rearview mirror the whole time. Mm-hmm. And when things start to go bad or they start to make negative, and once again, I, I don't know this person from Adam, so mm-hmm. I'm, this may sound horribly just judgmental at face value, but you, your life has, has flourished mm-hmm. to where you, know, you, you have everything that you've worked for mm-hmm. and gotten in the effort that you've put into everything, whether it's, you know, your, your, your own mental, you know, your own mental thought process and your health and your fitness and your relationship with me and, and your marriage and your, you know, your aspirations and all that, you have gotten tenfold in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that somebody waved a magic wand and all this stuff fell in your lap. And I think that some people think that that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. But not even this case specifically, and I think a lot of people can kind of relate to this, and some of you may be these people out there, and it's not, it's not meant to take a dig at you, but there are a lot of people that just don't know how to move forward, and all they have is the past. Mm-hmm. And because of what we just said, that the, the past, had they haven't made any new good memories, and so the past carries a lot more weight in their book than they did. And I think you, you, you kind of said it perfectly how people like that just they they long for that same feeling of of carefree and, you know, and I, I see a little bit of that even on social media when people are like okay i'm done adulting today mm-hmm. nobody told me it was going to be bills and work and death or whatever and it's like well you're sucking at this i mean we just did episode not too long ago about yeah, adulting. adulting but you when people constantly say stuff like that i i am left to make no assumption other than your life sucks mm-hmm. because I don't have those thoughts. Yeah. I don't think that. I'm never like, oh my gosh, I would give anything to be 20 again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd give anything to be back in high school. Oh, I'd give anything to be 24 and, and single. And, and and if you have those thoughts, that that's more reflective of how awful your past, your current state is than how great your past was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So uh, with with all of this, though, with you know, this person reaching out. And like I said, she was in my life when, when I was with my ex and, uh, from the very beginning of when my ex and I even met. Mm -hmm. And, and so of course there's like, you know, now that there's other people too involved where I may not be friends with these people that were, She's still part of your old inner circle. Yeah. And you're not. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And so recently, very recently, there she tagged me in a post and a guy commented on it. It was a a memory, Mm -hmm. which that was another thing that I told Seth is like, I... And I, I, I don't know, pro- a lot of people may be like, that's unhealthy or whatever. But I completely deleted everything that, like, had to do with my ex. And this was not me telling you to no, do this. No, it I wasn't. Want people to be like, well, that sounds like something Seth would make her do. <laughs> no, I did this on my own, like, when we first... Started dating. Yeah. You did it, like, immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And I even, like, because uh, I, I remember, like, my relationship status changed to single. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just, like, reaching out and, like, what's going on? And uh, and so, like, I, I deleted that post even. Mm-hmm. And then I deleted all of our photos together. Mm-hmm. Everything that had to do with him or the people. Associated with yeah. him. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I don't have any of those memories pop up except for... The one, uh, all of the like when you would type photo, stuff. yeah. All I have the photo. The photo I don't have the photo memories, but I do have the the typing. Mm-hmm. Um, what a dumbass! Status my exes updates and, and yeah. stuff, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I don't get those memories, mm-hmm. and so she, you know, she obviously does, and uh, she tagged me in it, and you know, oh, we, you know, we used to have so much fun, blah blah. blah. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, we did, you know, which we did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then this dumbass freaking dude comments on it and was like, oh, you guys missed so-and-so, huh? I'm like... Talking about your ex. Talking about my ex. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I got irritated when I saw it. We were at the gym when it happened. No, we were here. I think, oh, were we here? Yeah, we were getting ready to go to the oh, gym. Oh, we were going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And you, you were like, oh my, you were like, I can't, you were like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or something like that. Like you're looking at your phone, and you go, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? And <laughs> I'm pretty good at queuing in on Crystal's reactions to social media. <laughs> I can pretty much know what her responses are. Yeah. And uh, so I immediately knew somebody did something that was probably personal mm-hmm. and then you told me and you were starting to like type mm-hmm. a response and i said don't say anything yeah which some people may be shocker because <laughs> i may tend to come off a little confrontational <laughs> just a little <laughs> but i was like don't say anything i know you and know? like and i was like because you because you said are you gonna say anything i was like yeah and then i was and then and then like you're like well why? No, no. Yeah, the best response is no response. Yeah, there's nothing. And I was it, like, yeah. It obviously means very little to someone if they don't even care to respond. hmm And I know it's tough for people. Mm-hmm. I know it's very tough, especially on social media, because most of you are super trigger-happy with responding to bullshit mm-hmm. um, very quickly, like it's going to make anything better at all. Um, but what you don't want to do in that situation is when you're... Neg- this thing's... I'm getting really lightheaded from this drink. Yes. It's so good. I just realized it. Um, But whenever your ugly past or a skeleton or whatever rears its ugly head, you don't want to engage with that Mm -hmm. because it's it's not going to produce anything good. No. Um, Because you don't know... You know, I'm sure that your ex is involved in that circle still. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like most of that circle didn't grow up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that even someone posting that is is really, it, I don't know how to say this without sounding horribly pretentious. There are certain things that I continually see on social media that is a complete reflection of someone's maturity level. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. And if you had responded back, you would look just as immature as someone that's trying to drudge up memories from i mean you were with this guy for 10 years Mm -hmm. and these people knew you during that time so you're talking 20 years ago yeah i know at the beginning of this where somebody is still like you know wanting to bring up shit that happened between 10 and 20 years ago Mm -hmm. to get a rise out of someone Mm -hmm. and it's like how how you know the kicker is this guy is older than you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I know people older than me that are immature as shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like, and I mean, you talking about growing up, mm-hmm. though, even. Yeah. If I've like, learned really? anything as I grow older, age is no reflection of your maturity level yeah. or pulling your head out of your ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's where it's like, you know, what? And, and that's something that I think initially when social media came about, I, I was I was just as guilty as as anybody with feeling that I had to to debate with people mm-hmm. that I had to well I have to get my point across or I have to get the last word in or mm-hmm. I have to do this and I realized a I don't care mm-hmm. b it does no good yeah. and c I'm not giving them the fucking satisfaction of them ever thinking that they altered my emotional status based on words they typed into their fucking little phone mm-hmm. I know and so. If anything, it's kind of spiteful to be like, I'm not responding. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is more immature. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when you looked at it and, and we, we, we kind of talked about it, it was like, like, uh, no response is the best response. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. And she didn't respond. Mm-mm. And it dropped dead. Yeah. And, and you don't, you can assume what would happen if some of those posts, when you do respond, if you'd have been like, like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. It could have been, yeah, right. Yeah, triggered more. And and then she could have said something. And then before you know it, it's a thread that's now popping up on everybody's fucking social media. It's in an inner circle because everybody's commenting on it now. Mm -hmm. 
and you've created this snowball effect where <laughs> it's just best to disengage. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I will unfriend a motherfucker like that <laughs> if I think it's going to be a negative impact on my life in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. I don't. I'm not. It's. I don't need you in my real life. I sure shit don't need you in my Facebook life. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. And so. I know, but I mean, even with all with all of this though, it's like. Stuff that that comes up from the past, mm-hmm. and you know, I we know we all know that it's in the past and everything. But how does how does that make your partner feel though? Yeah, too? and that that's really the point of the conversation. Um, is well, what does that do? And I think I think for me, and this this is one of those things where guy, girl, man, woman, husband, wife, whatever you are in your relationship. You're going to have instances like that where I think the social pressure is to play it off and act like it doesn't bother you. And it's cool as it was the past. It was before me. It doesn't matter. Because if you don't do that, everybody immediately starts to assume that you either have a deeper issue with your partner or you're insecure Mm -hmm. or... There's some level of doubt or something going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of fear of receiving another label that society has said is negative, most of us tend to put on a brave face and act like it doesn't bother us and move forward. Well, guess who doesn't do that shit? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> no, I know. So, And it was funny because like then we were at the gym, mm-hmm. and then that's when we... We started talking about it, and we, you know, we started talking about... Well, I was like, can we talk about this on the podcast? I think that was the first yeah. thing I said. Was, uh-huh. is, this, is, is this something we could talk about on the podcast? Because I don't know if it's, if it's relatable. Do I look like a controlling, insecure asshole if I bring it up? I mean, what... Do we have something to talk about? Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, I think we have a lot to talk about. I thought you were about to say, and I was like, yeah, you're a controlling, insecure asshole. <laughs> No, no, but so we started talking about it and it's like, and we were, you know, we've said multiple times on here how we like to put each other in, like, I (laughs) look at it from my perspective. Yeah, picture it from how you would feel or how I would feel if If this was, yeah, happening to you. Right. And I know that I. I think that my initial feelings, because I, I, and I told you that this kind of thing kind of happened. Kind of happened, yeah. In the past before with, with you. Mm-hmm. But initially, I get this little, like, feeling like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, irritate, ir- ir- getting irritated. Yeah. And, um, and then I'm like, okay, Crystal, like, why are you why getting it's the big deal? Yeah, why are you getting irritated about it? That's that's kind of dumb, you know. We each have had a past, you know. We mm-hmm. we were with other people before we were with each other. So, why in the fuck does it matter? And so, you kind of have this little, well, at least I do anyway. This little like game with yourself <laughs> or conversation with yourself. Yeah. Like Okay, well, should I be mad about this? Or or why am I mad about mm-hmm. this? And who am I mad at? Yeah, I know. Why am I mad? Yeah, and then... Why then, should I be mad? Then you're like, well, I don't think I should be mad at my partner because mm-hmm. they didn't even freaking do anything. Yeah. But, but then why am I mad at the other person because they don't know that it could be affecting my relationship negatively, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing to to think about, really. Like, like you said, like it, it is almost like you feel like you're either insecure or controlling. Well, I think that when I feel like that's what other people would think. Mm-hmm. I don't when I'm going through, and, and I guess the devil's advocate to this is well, people that are insecure and controlling. Wouldn't say that they're insecure, <laughs> but I think there's got to be some level of self admittance, mm-hmm. and I believe that you know we we were, we were talking about this earlier, and one of the things I associate insecurities with the thought 
and the mental process you have that you feel that you aren't good enough for your partner and you're insecure for that. Mm -hmm. That is not me. I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that I am at threat of losing you or threat that you're going to cheat on me or threaten that someone's going to steal you away. And those are usually things that you that are associated with someone feeling insecure is they have tangible fear that because of something that they aren't bringing to the table or because of their behavior, their actions, their lack thereof, mm-hmm. that their partner is going to leave. And that's not it. Yeah. I just get irritated and angry about it because it's not like, I'm never like, oh, fuck, Crystal's going to start reminiscing about the old times and leave. That does That's not even part of it. I'm just like, fuck this. What? Who is this fucker? Uh-huh. You know, I, I'm just irritated about it. And so it's not, and I'm I'm not irritated at you. I'm not uh-huh. irritated at the original. Well, I guess I am kind of irritated at the person initially, but unfair to them. Mm-hmm. They don't know that I'm going to get irritated about them posting a memory. Yeah. And the only reason it, the only reason it negatively affected us was because somebody had to say something about it. Uh-huh. And it's like, was that even that big of a deal? Uh-huh. Because it's not something that we didn't get in a fight about it. We weren't like, oh, I need a break because this is just weighing so heavy on me. I mean, it wasn't, we continued with our day and that was it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that we let... I guess, kind of interfere with our relationship in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. So it's not like it didn't have a negative impact on it, but it, it at least started the conversation of, well, what from people's past of your old, not even exes, and it's not about your ex. It's not mm-hmm. about, about your, your ex reaching out. It's friends and social circles and people you were acquainted with when you were in a negative or a bad relationship that I... I I, I was thinking about it earlier when we were trying to come up with the name for the episode. I was like, because I was thinking, it's like a gopher. It's like a gopher popping its head up that you don't expect to see. And it's like, what what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I've moved on. I'm not expecting this. And then you just pop up. And it's like, I don't even know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty fortunate that, you know, I, I'm, I have one close relationship with one person who has known me forever, mm-hmm. that has seen me with ex-girlfriends and ex-wives and all that stuff. And he's not a dumbass mm-hmm. who doesn't post pictures of me with girlfriends or ex-wives and things like that. Um, or if he does share a memory, it's usually something at my expense. Oh, man, I know. I, that just reminds me. I need to... I need to share. <laughs> I wanted to share something of you that he has shared before oh. this week. But though those are the things that he does. And it's nothing he's never done anything that's put a strain or put a question or anything, you know, or or put me in a position where I had to like justify a post to you. Mhm. Yeah, I know. He hasn't. I know. And that's I think kind of where we were headed with because it's it's not it's not really something toxic. Uh-huh. It's not no. like oh these people from the past are toxic to my current relationship. But it's it it's kind of like. Um, but I can see how it could be though. Yeah, and and like I think that with with other couples out there that may not have as strong of a relationship as we do, mm-hmm. it could be something bad. Well, and we talked about it yeah. immediately. Right it away. wasn't something that festered for a week mm-hmm. and then we I don't know, we're doing something else and I was like, you know what's been really bothering me? Mm-hmm. We talked about it right as it was going on mm-hmm. and through as it was going. And it, it wasn't you know, it, once again it wasn't a fight, it wasn't an argument, it wasn't even pitting a side or, or taking a side or anything like that at all. It was really just a conversation, conversation of how could because this it was really you know this this didn't really negatively impact us but it was enough of a little riff in the day that it was like what the fuck was that yeah and so let's is that something tangible that we can discuss mm-hmm. is there more that how how far could that go to where it really would create a problem mm-hmm. in a relationship and do people go through that um, and I know that. We've been in situations before where people that were connected to your past bring up 
stories or incidents or, or things, and even people in your own family, that I feel it's brought up just almost to try to get us in a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And I don't want to say that I think that there's a lot of malicious people out there, but I do know that there are people out there, that, and this is this is not a statement about, about your family or anything like that, but there are people out there that when they see a really good relationship, they may try to sabotage Yeah, that. they want to fuck it up. Yeah. They're like... Oh, oh! You think you're so happy, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me do this. Let's put this to the test uh-huh. and see how you guys do with that. Exactly. You're out here talking about your perfect ass marriage all the time. Look <laughs> how perfect it is now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, but uh, you're almost done with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm about to take a quick commercial break and make another one. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's really good. You guys got to watch the, join the speakeasy group. So you can watch the video on how to make it. It's about to get real, real in here (laughs) if I have another one. I know, right? They're strong. They are. Maybe I'm just drinking mine too fast and that's why. No, I think they're strong. I think they are. And I'm on a diet, so I haven't eaten in two days. But like I said, though, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like I said, I think that it is, it could really negatively affect a, a couple, though. Yeah. And... You have to be careful for <coughs> with the the people that you mm-hmm. associate with and bring back into your life, even if it is social media. Mm-hmm. Be- because I mean, even even as we gave the example of how easy it was for a former friend to test the waters, I mean, we we hear this story regularly. My wife or my husband's ex, whatever, reached out. Mm-hmm. And we aren't even talking about that. Oh, I know. For uh, our situation, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's a pretty easy solution from where our standpoint is. Mm-hmm. But th- that becomes a, a point in, in their relationship of debate of, well, my, my ex-boyfriend reached out, but he's married and has two kids now, so he's not a threat. And then the husband's kind of left feeling like, motherfucker. Yeah. I don't give a shit if he's married. I don't care if he's a priest. Mm-hmm. You don't reach out to my wife and try to rekindle. Mm-hmm. This is my territory now. And and you that's where that that anger and irritation and it may not even be that you're threatened like like I was saying I don't feel threatened or insecure. You're just angry and you know that that anger can sound like you are very controlling. But I think that that's only because that's kind of what we've told people. Mhm. That, I mean, my my ex was she was she was the queen at making bad decisions that should intentionally make me insecure, and then making me feel bad and guilty for getting upset about her actions. Mm-hmm. So you know what insecurity feels like, yes, and you know what anger and irritation feels like. Right. So you know the difference. Yeah, and I think that when you're the when you're not the person experiencing that you you can't tell the difference cuz i think they can look the same mm-hmm. but you know as you're going through them but once again i'm not i'm not insecure i'm just fucking pissed about it mm-hmm. and you're allowed to be angry you're allowed to feel the way you are and even if you do feel insecure here's a news flash you can feel insecure about yeah. that yeah it's your feelings yeah you 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 are allowed to feel however you have you don't have to apologize for how you feel but you may have to apologize for the actions that you took based on how you feel. Yeah. So you need to be able to keep that in check and navigate that, especially with your partner. Because I think more times than not, the partner that's, that's contacted by this, this former past friend or ex or roommate or whatever the hell this former person is, mm-hmm. keep in mind your partner didn't do anything wrong. They didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they supposed to you know, be, just anonymous on everything? I mean, they didn't ask for this. Is there a point where, you know, they can make the decision of, yeah, I'll allow this? And I think that curiosity kind of gets the better of people. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember when when she reached out to you, I knew I knew enough about the former situation that I, I didn't say anything to you at the time, but I, w- I remember just thinking and feeling, ugh, I... I don't know if this is a good idea. I think that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't that since it happened, okay, I'm going to be looking for something bad to happen so I can say, I knew it. 
this is what I thought <laughs> or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty instinctive person mm-hmm. and, and I listened to my gut a lot. And that was just one of those things where it was like, ugh. I mean, it, it wasn't like, oh, I bet we get a divorce now. <laughs> oh, I bet we get in a knockdown drag out fight. It was just, I bet there's some little dash or past bullshit that's going to sprinkle a little bit of unwanted attention or drama that I just don't want to fucking deal with. Mm-hmm. And I, I really keep thinking the older I get, the less that that shit's got to come up. And it's like, no. Comes you, up all you're, the time. you're just never going to get away from I it. I know. I mean, do you really realize how awful it's going to be living in a retirement community with other couples and rumors and shit? Oh, my God. We're going to just have to buy a private island. I know. We are. <laughs> so, well, one other thing that I was thinking about all of this, though, is... She lives in a completely different state, Mm -hmm. you know, and and like you said, you know, this is just on social media and this really is just on social media. Mm -hmm. Imagine if, you know, uh, the person does live in the same city down the block or whatever, and then you start hanging out with the, the wife starts hanging out with her old girlfriend from the past and, and, uh. You know, you reconnect that way, and then all of a sudden, you're going out on girls' night outs all the time, and, you know? I mean, what the the effect that it could... Trying to reclaim your youth. Yeah, that it could have on your relationship that way. Those cherries are the best freaking cherries. Oh, aren't they? Yeah. Really good. I want to make another drink. Okay, go ahead. We will be right back after these words from our sponsors. Yes. Okay. So we're back. We're back. We yes. got our refills got, on our drinks. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm. I love this. It's very yummy. It's, it. yeah, yeah. You it's guys really gotta good. try it. You guys gotta join the Speakeasy page. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's good, good stuff. Um, you know, I think, you know, looking at, you know, you were given kind of the example of, or, or the, the, the what if uh-huh. of if somebody lives... Near you, and you know, I know that I've got a lot of friends that never left home, mm-hmm. um, or not their home home, but their hometown, right? Where they still have some of the same inner circle that they had when they were younger. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is a lot of those inner circles have kind of grown together, mm-hmm. uh, where they aren't, you know, they're not spending every waking moment with each other, right? But they all have their own lives and their own families and their own kids. They've kind of branched out, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And they will still reconnect for certain events and stuff like that, yeah. Um, and there's another whole group that just keep changing husbands and wives, and they're all weird. I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on down there. <laughs> well, um, I'm just glad that we don't live in that area. Oh no, because yeah. like those bitches thinking that they can swap husbands, it ain't happening with me. Uh uh-uh. uh. You're not into the, the husband swapping business? No, uh-uh. Not at all. But there's people like that, though. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, with those people that are, you know, someone that maybe they did move, move away and then came back or something. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they reach back out to their old girlfriend and then the one that is wanting to husband swap mm-hmm. she doesn't even know what she's doing you know right she doesn't even know what is gonna happen to her life to negatively affect mm-hmm. her relationship with her husband well and, and i think that you you tend to put yourself in those situations when you are trying to just act like it's not that big of a deal because you don't want to look crazy yeah i know and it's like well you know it was a long time ago it was in the past the past of the past Mm-hmm. You know, why can't they just be friends? They're married now. And, and I'm not saying that the that the example is someone's going to want to husband swap. <laughs> I was making fun of morons I went to high school with. But the, the I, I, I just don't think it's as innocent as people want to portray it as. I know. I, I'm a very selfish type of person when it comes to other relationships. And I'm a big what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. And even beyond that, I'm, I'm kind of more of a well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. When I have somebody from the past reach out and they're like, oh, hey, even if it's social media, I'm just like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I, I can tell by your profile picture 
that you got two kids. Well, I don't like kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to bet you're going to post pictures of those ugly fucking brats every goddamn day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I don't want to see them. This is the second drink. Is it? That's what's happening? Uh, yeah. And then it's like, you know, and I can tell that you share a lot of mom stuff. And it, we just have nothing in common at this point. Uh-huh. You know what so, I think about when you, when you say that kind of stuff is... Uh, Eddie Murphy, when he, I can't remember which, I think it's Raw, when he says, uh, what have you done for me lately? And that's what it is. That's Mm -hmm. how, it really is, what have you done for me lately? And and I'm one of those people, I'm okay. We were friends 25 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't hate you now, but guaranteed, you send me a friend request and I gotta look at your ugly kids every day, I'm gonna hate you. (laughs) Pretty quick. Oh my gosh. And so... I'm really just like, well, what's the point? Well, hey, I'm uh, like, if they have cute dogs. Yeah. Then, yeah. You're like, if they have dogs, they have yeah. pets. Uh-huh. All right. Even some girls that you went to school with, like. If they have cute dogs. Yeah. And then they send me a friend request. I'm like, oh, okay. They post dog pics. Yeah. They got a cute dog. They're I'll, good. I'll friend, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. But I, I, I'm just like, okay. And so what I typically do is like, all right, accept. And then I immediately unfollow. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be mean and be like, no. Some of them I am just like, no, I'm not accepting that. There's just no way. And that's happened very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's, I just know there's zero point in doing this. Um, but I think that you have, to, you have to be aware. And I don't think everybody has to you know, be on edge and have this brick wall and bubble around you like we sometimes probably act like we do, where we don't want anybody... In our circle, but I think you need to at least be aware that your your what seems like simple decisions to make to be nice mm-hmm. or reconnect or you know be there for somebody can have a negative impact on your current relationship and marriage. I know. Yes, it definitely can. Well, so one thing that I did want to bring up is uh, we you know we talked about this too is you know the if with this negative stuff happening or you know i guess it could negatively impact your relationship and all that um what it can do to the spouse Mm -hmm. and so recently seth had a a friend request too from a female Mm -hmm. and if he was that kind of a spouse the or maybe or if he was feeling insecure or wanting to i don't know get back at me quote unquote well that i think that that's a symbol that you do feel insecure mm-hmm. is if you feel insecure and threatened and your partner you know has this whatever interaction mm-hmm. whatever it may be and you you get this kind of revenge or well, I want to even the score on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, because what what happened, I think it was pretty much the same day. Yeah. I, I got a friend request from this girl. And I, you know, if I was that way, if it really bothered me, if I felt insecure, I could have been like, yeah, you know what, whatever. I, I'm going to accept her friend request. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go through and, and like all of her pictures. Yeah. That'll show Crystal. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not like that. Uh-huh. One that requires effort on my part to actually do something with somebody else and interact <laughs> with them, and I'm not doing that. So I'm kind of lazy with it. But two, that's not productive at all. Mm-hmm. What what good does that do? Right. And and you will see that. And I think that there there are people out there where, and you know, we may be the innocent bystander of their interaction. Mm-hmm. That well, my my wife, my husband did this, so you know. I think, you know, my, my wife acted this way and, you know, Crystal's the, the hottest girl I know and interact with. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like her photos. That'll mm-hmm. piss my wife off. That'll yeah, show her. I know. And, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't ask for this attention. That guy's just an insecure piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't even have that story. So you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that every guy that likes your profile picture is an insecure piece of shit. No. Um, uh-huh. Most of them probably are. <laughs> but th- those things do happen. Yeah, I know. And, and you have to be aware. that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you don't want to happen is somebody else's 
horrible life decisions or their negative life or their negative relationship or their their bickering or, or bad marriage problems to become your problems by proxy. And so you you have to, once again, I don't like to say like, well, you got to be on guard. You got to watch out for this because I don't think everybody's like this. I think it's a pretty small group of people. Mm-hmm. But you need to at least be aware that it's going on and well, listen to your gut. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that for sure. You definitely need to listen to your gut. But I think that, I mean, I know that there is women out there that, uh, out there that are malicious and try to, to ruin relationships. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, like, with dudes, I think that guys are more so like that not i'm trying to think like guys like to play dumb is that what it is guys like to it seems like guys are bad about it like they but they know what they're doing though guys are very quick to pull the card like it's just facebook it's just instagram yeah they live over in this state Uh why are you getting so upset Uh uh-huh and that's exactly the reaction they wanted out of their partner mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Because they fucking know better. Mm-hmm. They just choose to do it anyway. You know? Yeah. I am not liking some random girl's photo on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Not happening. I'm happily married. I have a hot wife. There's no reason for me to do that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And so there are... a billion other men that don't do the same thing I do, though. Right. I know. Yeah. That's true. I know. And most well, of them, you're like, married to them. And, and most of them are going to be, are going to say what you just said. Oh, it's Instagram. Why are you getting so upset? She's just an Instagram model yeah. or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, like that, that affects your relationship, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that, I mean, you said it earlier that you, you know, we, you or we like to look at it from the perspective of how our partner would feel if, if it was happening to us. And and we've said it on here a bunch that that's one of the biggest things that we we do, even if we excuse me, even if we have the conversation about it, we don't dismiss that that is a perspective that does exist. Yeah. Um <clears throat> And I think that that's, that's a reflection of, of how we we really do have healthy communication with that stuff. Where mm-hmm. even just saying, well, think about it. Because there's been things that, once again, not insecure, not upset, didn't cause a fight, no issues at all. But it was just almost entertaining or fun to be like, well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me play devil's advocate on this real quick. How would you feel mm-hmm. if... And then we laugh about it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're right. And I think we kind of talked about some of it on here with, with the fitness stuff, mm-hmm. with liking, you know. Yeah. If, if I, if I yeah. see somebody that's like, wow, look at this girl. She was, you know, 240 pounds, and she dropped to 125 and just entered a contest. Good yeah, for and her. She heart. Lo- and, and she's in, in a bikini. No clothes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, heart for her. Uh-huh. Great job. And you don't get mad. We uh-huh. don't think about it. Yeah. But if... There's not the story, and it's just a girl taking a selfie in a bikini, and I'm like, look at her. She looks great in that bikini part. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, Uh -uh. it's the same (laughs) thing, but it's totally different. Right, I know. Um, But that's where it's like we we have the fun conversation about it Mm -hmm. that, well, here's how this will, what if. Why is this different? Yeah, why is it different? Why are we not mad about this, but we would be mad about if it happened this way? And I think that... Like everything we've talked about, if something, if, if this is happening to you, if, you know, the skeletons in the closet are popping out, if the past keeps, you know, pulling that gopher and popping its head up, and it's making you feel irritated or angry or insecure, any of those things are jealous, those are all natural feelings that you are 100% allowed to have. Yeah. Uh-huh. How you proceed after acknowledging that feeling is where it gets dicey mm-hmm. but the best course of action initially is to have the conversation yeah. say hey i don't i don't want to sound like an insecure controlling asshole and i don't really know why this bothers me and i'm trying to kind of figure it out but example a or b or whatever happened and i i just 
it makes me feel weird. I feel yeah. kind of irritated about it. I'm not mad at you. I don't even know if I'm mad at them, but something's not setting right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a pretty... If you have a halfway decent partner, that's a pretty good way to approach it. Now, yeah. my ex, you couldn't even do that. Oh, gosh, I know. You, you couldn't even bring it up in the most passive, informal way possible. Uh-huh. Lo and behold, it's because she was up to some shady shit, and that's why. Yeah. But... I guess that's your key. If they do get over defensive about it, are they up to some shady ass shit? <laughs> well, I know, and I think that e- even if your if your partner approaches you with that kind of thing, though, I think that you do need to think about think about it and and you know not get defensive right away mm-hmm. and and be like, well. Like, think before you speak, really. And and think about how how would I feel, though, mm-hmm. if, if this was, you know, the roles were reversed. Would I be okay with it? And do you say you would be okay because the roles aren't reversed? I know, because this is what you're going yeah, through. Yeah, because people are really quick to do that. Uh-huh. It wouldn't bother me at all. Uh-huh. I, I know it hasn't happened, but it wouldn't bother me at all. Be fucking yeah. honest with yourself. Because, I mean, I know that, you know, Seth and I talked about it and, you know, I, I told him, well, you know, I, you know, the past is the past, blah, 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 whatever. But, you know, then the question comes up, well, are you just saying that because you're going, you are personally going through this Mm -hmm. right now? And it's like, no, I'm saying this because I... I have felt that way before, and I know I know kind of what you're feeling a little bit. It may not be the exact same situation, and but I, but I do think that even if even if even if you say, well, you know, honestly, it wouldn't bother me. That doesn't negate the fact that it still bothers your bothers partner. them. I know, and that's something that people really get wrapped around. They're like, well, it, you know, I can look at myself in the mirror, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I am that easygoing. I don't give a shit mm-hmm. who they're friends with on social media. It doesn't bother me. I'm not jealous. I'm not irritated. I really could give a fuck. But your partner doesn't have that same mentality. I don't get those people. <laughs> and and I, maybe it's just because we aren't like that. And I'm glad that like I'm glad that we are on the same page mm-hmm. and understand that we are both jealous and I don't know. Just jealous people. But we're not we're not jealous with irrationality. No. It's and and we we call it pretty quickly when it comes up. It's not like I don't think we let it <clears throat> fester. No. I think that it's something that's like, you know what, that's I'm just gonna let you know that what that person's up to is kinda fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think that's some shady bullshit. And right like away. Yeah. Like we tell each other. And that at least gives your partner the you at least acknowledge that it's happening, and your partner can't say that they didn't know mm-hmm. that it was bothering you. Um, and we don't do that to hold each other accountable. It's no. it's really just how we communicate with mm-hmm. one another. And so I think if you naturally communicate that way, well, you should you naturally just put it communicate out there anyway. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you should let them know that this is this is how I feel. And I mean, like you said, it's okay to have mm-hmm. your feelings. Your feelings are real, and you know, your partner needs to realize that you're feeling this way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I need to understand that you're feeling this way, even if I don't agree with exactly the, like, even though I wouldn't feel that way, I, mm-hmm. I need to understand that my partner feels that way. Well, and, and the reason we, we think it's so important that you address it head on initially is because if it's not addressed, and it's not resolved, and there is no compromise, there's no discussion or anything, this will create future trust issues on multiple levels that are very, very hard to come back from. Oh, yeah. And that, that's exactly what happened with my ex and I. Mm-hmm. When she was doing things that I didn't like, she was getting texts from guys that I didn't like, there was, from my perspective, inappropriate relationships going on, but you know, nothing had quote-unquote happened yet. And I was trying to voice my, and not not from this, this you know, you need to just 
get home and stay at home and shut the fuck up. You know, there was not this controlling. It was really this, you know, I don't like how this makes me feel. There's something going on. I think he's up to no good. Mm -hmm. I don't care if he's married. I don't care how long you've known him. Guys don't act that way with girls. Mm Mm-hmm. And well, and you can refer to our Guys and Girls Can't yeah. Be Friends episode. And if you disagree with that, listen to Guys and Girls Can't Be Friends. Yes. And if I didn't change your mind on that one. It's a good episode. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. But that went unchecked and not corrected. Mm-hmm. So then it came from, you know, I have a real hard, I have a real problem with you being on the road with all these guys to, okay, you're not doing anything to make me feel better about that. Well, now, now I have an issue that you're working weekends. Now I have an issue that you're working late. Now I have an issue that you're working at all. Mm-hmm. Now I have an issue that you know you aren't answering your phone and and it just became it's almost like you knew something was wrong and it kept going unchecked and uncommunicated and unresolved and it it was like this cancer that just grew and grew and grew mm-hmm. to where you just didn't trust your partner at all. And that's ultimately where we got. And then it went from not trusting them at all to not caring at all. Yeah, yeah. You do not want. To and then get that's, there. that's 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 the when end. it's done. It's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if your partner is challenging you on these things, and I think there's a level of reasonability. If you're up to some shady shit and they're challenging you, fuck you. You don't have any right to get upset, even if you know it in your heart that well, you know, my, my, I think my coworker's kind of cute. I enjoy talking to him and. You're up to that's some shady, that's some shady shit. Mm-hmm. If you know in your heart and your mind that you're getting some kind of emotional connection and you're having this weird little non-touchy, nothing really bad happen, but it's in my safe space to do this. Fuck you. You're yeah. you're doing that's that's wrong. I you're, mean, I did it before with you. <laughs> well, yeah, and look how that ended I for know, your ex. I know. I know. So you're, you're not allowed to get defensive if you're doing that. Uh-huh. Don't put lipstick on a pig and call it pretty. Well, and I think that that's a good point, though, too, is because, like... Hey, did you hear my redneck uh, reference I just made? Oh, I did. Okay. Uh-huh. I think that with, with me and you, like, what <laughs> our relationship that we had together as friends... Uh-huh. Um, in our, when we worked together and then, you know, of course me telling my ex how awesome you were and this and that and how that, how that ended, but him eventually getting like something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, what is going on? I know there's something wrong. And you know, his mom telling him, yeah, there's something's going on. I know it. And, and you get defensive about and it. I, exactly. Yeah. And I got defensive. And so I think that does say something. I think that if the partner is getting super defensive about it, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that something is going on. And I think if people self-reflect, we've all been there. It's mm-hmm. so, even if you have to dig up the yearbook and think about it in high school, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all had some kind of crush on somebody that we weren't really going to act on it, but we knew in our heart that it was inappropriate, but we just kept telling ourselves that I'm not doing anything wrong. As long as I don't act on this, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then you get super defensive about it when somebody actually, their intuition tells them, something's not fucking right right here and I'm going to bring it up. And then you actually have the nerve and the gall to be like, but you're just insecure and you're acting like an asshole <laughs> knowing full well is that shit's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. They are 100% right. right to be questioning your actions. <laughs> I know. Because we've all done that. Oh, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That was so me. That's so wrong. Gosh. And <laughs> For us, it was so right, though. I know. And, and, and at least now I know, you know, that... Well, but being in the right relationship now, I wouldn't be doing that kind of right. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, maybe just do what, do what your heart says. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. But, I mean, really with, with all of this, with the, you know, the past coming into your life and, and trying to 
you know, happily come into your life and be like, oh, hey, remember me? Mm-hmm. I love this. You know, it, it was such a good time, blah, blah, blah. And, and reminiscing like, yeah, okay, it's cool. It's, it, you know, you had a lot of fun in the past and, and it's okay to remember those fun times. But just beware. Mm-hmm. Just be, beware of, of things that could happen in your life now and how how this could negatively affect your relationship with your partner yeah. how your current decisions based on your past experiences can negatively impact your relationship mhm yeah cuz it's okay to leave the past in the past as long as it's in the past but once the past is affecting your current mm-hmm. in a negative way it becomes a problem yeah it becomes a big problem so mm-hmm. you got to watch out for that stuff yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't have anything else to add really do you Nope. <laughs> I think that we just need to finish our drinks and uh, end this. And eat dinner. And eat dinner. Get something yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>